Matt Benavides. And the boys are back in town, man. It's been a minute, but like mm-hmm. you said, we're back. Uh, good to see you. You too, man. We're finally getting back into uh, football season. I've, I've been trying to you know, get through the uh, baseball stuff, and it is, it's been hard. I've watched that uh, Padres-Dodgers game. That's about the most I can get into it. And that was even rough, too. Do we, uh, Steph and I went to... Stephanie got tickets to an Astros game. Couldn't even tell you who they played. <laughs> this is like two weeks ago. This is very, oh, fairly recent. It's very recent. Yeah. Anyway, um, she got tickets in like the Bud Light Brew House, like that center field. It used to be like the Torchies place. Yeah. Oh, it's not there. Torchies isn't there. Anymore? No, it's oh, it's called Bud Light oh, Brew House. Wow. It's like brand new, right? They just did this this season. And so anyway, uh, it's, it's like exclusive seating or whatever. So she got it through like her job. Oh, nice. And uh, we got three tickets, and um, it was me, her, and her friend. And when you go into the area, you get a bracelet. Okay. Well, the bracelet gives you a twenty-five dollar voucher for food and drinks. Oh wow! So that's so like we one had drink. Seventy-five. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we had seventy-five dollars worth of, like free food and drinks. Oh man! And it's not like we paid for the tickets. The tickets were free. Mm-hmm. So basically, just for going, got seventy-five dollars free off top. So we all got like beers and. We got food, and there you go. I still had to pay like thirty dollars after, but yeah, cool. I mean, for like all the food. <laughs> but I say a lot to, to say this: I was like, literally, the, by the fifth inning, I was like quizzing Steph on like all the uh, like NFL teams. That was so boring. <laughs> yeah, man, it's tough to trudge through. And it's crazy because usually when I go to a game, I'm good, but like for some reason, I just did not want to be there. <laughs> and I think I put this on Twitter. I was like, I remember when I was like ten or eleven years old, uh, we used to go visit my family like in 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 the Northeast. And my grandpa used to have tickets to like a, a the Red Sox like Triple A teams, the Pawtucket. Ooh, boy! Pawtucket White Sox or something like that. <laughs> oh no, they're like the Triple A team, right? Yeah. And I remember when I was a kid, my older brother wanted to leave the game early, and I was like, scr- I was like crying because I was so mad. <laughs> and then just fast forward like twenty years. And I was like, could not wait to get <laughs> yeah, out of there. It's the fifth, I think. Yeah, we're, I was we're like, we can, just, can we just get a double play so we can leave in the <laughs> sixth inning? Like, I was so ready to go. <laughs> oh, man. That's but, uh, but like you said, man, the superior sport, football is back. It's back, dude, and, finally. Uh, so we are in what, week three of training camp? I think so, yeah. We're pushing uh, week three of training camp now. Okay, all right. So some cool things have been kind of going on that I wanted to talk about. Um, obviously, you know, I could do my Eagles corner here. Oh, yeah? Did you see the not one, but two crazy one-handed catches that Jalen Rager had? <laughs> so No, I missed them. He had one, you know, just I think it was like the first week of training camp. It's just quarterbacks throwing like the little end zone lob up there. Okay. Goes up and just snatches it one-handed, like over the shoulder, like Odell type stuff. Oh, okay. And it was like, oh, wow. That's <laughs> and then last week they were doing uh, scrimmages against the Patriots. And he did it on J.C. Jackson, who had like nine picks last year. So not a scrub. Yeah. Jumps up there. I mean, not Stephon Gilmore, but still yeah. a pickoff artist, right? Yeah. Jumps up and just, again, one-handed. It almost looked identical because I, th- I thought it was the same thing twice. 
Oh, re- oh okay. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is the second time <laughs> that he's done it? So, nice. Uh, I caught a lot of flack last year around draft time because I said that I like Jalen Rager more than Justin Jefferson. And I stand by that. <laughs> okay. That doesn't because I say I like somebody more doesn't mean I think that they're better. I like Allen Iverson more than I like Michael Jordan. Okay, it doesn't mean that I think he's better. Um, yeah, I give you that. So on a technicality, <laughs> I'm clear. But I say all that to say this: the jury's still out. He was injured last year. I mean, yeah, yeah. Number eleven was probably the worst quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> uh, yeah. By the way, I mean, I haven't been on this pod since most of last year. Uh, we don't say that name in this house. <laughs> it's so banned. Forward to number eleven. Okay. Or I guess we can start saying number two now. Uh, the Colts quarterback. The Colts quarterback. Yeah, the Colts quarterback. The former Eagles quarterback that is now the Colts quarterback. Uh, was easily the worst quarterback in the league last year. Not even like debate. Like I think uh, he was, really he was ranked like number thirty three in the league. And it's like how is that possible? There's hey, thirty two yeah. teams. Good lord! Somebody's yeah. backup was more efficient. Right. Than he was terrible. So <laughs> we don't say that name in this house. But anyway, the, the jury's still out on Jalen. Okay, I, I mean, I could see that. I don't know. I, Justin Jefferson's a shade steep, but okay, you know. It's also like I, I, I'm a firm believer. Of like you put Justin Jefferson on the Eagles last year. There's no way he's getting 1,300 yards. That's that is very true. There's no yeah. way that happens. Yeah, he walked into a pretty established team. That what I mean, Dalvin Cook. Uh, always have to have the threat of the running back. You still have at, the, at I mean, this year he's going to get more like looks from them. Like when he goes to play teams, he's going to get their number one corner on him. They're not putting the number one on Adam Thielen. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Well, he wasn't getting that last year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, Irv Smith. You don't think Irv Smith Irv is Smith? <laughs> garnering number one cornerback status right now? All right, so through Minnesota, we'll do use this as a segue. Former Minnesota quarterback, now Broncos quarterback. Oh, uh, yeah. You like that segue? I huh? like that. Digging deep. Didn't know where I was going with that. Uh, <laughs> it just is announced, I think, today, right? Mm-hmm. Today is Wednesday the 25th. Uh, that Teddy Bridgewater has been named the starting quarterback yeah. for the Timber Broncos over Drew Locke. Drew Locke is clearly in his locker listening to some young Jeezy right now. <laughs> I, I don't see it. I got to tell you. I Wait, don't. Teddy or Drew? Yeah, Teddy. I don't. Again, I'm not a Broncos fan, so it's not like I've been, you know, like staring at their preseason film or anything. Right. But I, I almost feel like it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we'll give him the job to start this season. That way, if he messes it up, we can go to Drew Locke. But I, but like, so what week do you think that is? Like four. You think he's that short of a leash, Teddy? Yeah, I just think he's too scared to make vertical throws. Is more, and that's gonna. I mean, look, Jerry Judy's a great route runner, but once he gets open, somebody's gonna need to get him the ball downfield and. Teddy just does. He he can do it. Don't get me wrong, right? But not with the frequency that you see Drew Locke pick wrists down the field. Not. I mean, if I don't have the metric in front of me, but I can't imagine they right. threw the same amount of downfield throws. Where did he play last year? Teddy yeah. Carolina. Was it no. Carolina? Yes. No. No. Last year was New Orleans, right? Because that was when Breeze was hurt the whole year, right? No, that was Jameis. Oh man, we'll figure this out here. I thought but, he was the one they won like nine straight. Oh no, you might be right. Uh, let's see what we got here. Let's let's look up Teddy's stats last year. In the meantime, <laughs> uh, well, the, the, I'll make the case for Teddy Bridgewater, and well, maybe it's not so much that it's the case for Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> but it's the case against Drew Locke. Okay, like, 
he's been in the league, what, three years now? Mm, something like that, yeah. Right, and it's like he's clearly not the answer, right? Yeah, like, that's pretty, Teddy, that's pretty I fair. I don't think Teddy's that good. I just think Drew Locke's that bad, and that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's, oh, okay. I don't think Teddy beating out – like, yes, he's your starter now, but I don't think it's like, oh, my God, it's it, he's running away with the position. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and, and yes, it was Carolina. He was with Carolina last year. Two years with New Orleans before that. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Of. So, um, yeah, he signed on. Okay, the, and that's he got the deal with Carolina because he had such a good year. Because I remember he yes, was on that team exactly because he got a three-year, sixty-three million dollar contract from the Panthers and played one year. and played one year of that. And they're like, I, know, I think we've seen everything. Take Sam Darnold. Oh, and that beat Drew up. Yeah. Can you imagine? Could you imagine? Yeah, we're gonna move on to this from this guy to get Drew uh, Sam Darnold. <laughs> Another team was like, "We'll still take him." <laughs> I mean, have you have you seen this guy? So that's an interesting segue. Again, is uh, quarterbacks kind of getting supplanted, and we've seen. Okay, so well, let me we'll work to that. I'm about to take that back. We'll come back. We'll come back around to that. Okay. Um, Another big uh, kind of thing that hit news again today, I think, or was it yesterday about ETN? I think that was today as well. I think today was the surgery. Right. I, the Travis ETN, Liz Frank surgery, mm. out for the season. Mm. And what I didn't realize was there's like three grades. And grade oh, one, I didn't... right, grade one is basically like a few weeks, right? Okay. Grade two is like probably half the season, maybe a little bit more. And then grade three, which apparently is what he has, is like you need surgery and it's you're, you're, you're done. So they put him on IR. I believe oh, I saw it today. Man, which but, sucks because that'd been you know him and Lawrence back together. Yeah, and I mean any after watching their preseason, anything they any help they can get would have been useful. And it, it yeah, granted it would have uh, it would have cut to James Robinson's production, which you know uh, I I had him in fantasy last year. I so. think that, that was I mean like. I get ETN was really good, but if I'm James Robinson, I'm like, what the hell? Why would you draft him? Yeah. Like, I oh no! Well last year. Yeah, I would think the same thing. I'd be like, like, I get you. You want that like third down, like passing threat option of a running back, but right. it's not like James Robinson was a scrub. I mean, he caught out the backfield as well. So, and their best receiver is what Lavisca Chenault. I know they just got Marvin Jones Jr. <sighs> DJ Chark. DJ Chark. It's a. It's. I think it's a game to game. Who's the best? Wide receiver kind of well, thing. The only reason why I say Chanel is because I feel like all the analysts are talking about him, like the guy that you want in fantasy. Uh, that's what I've been hearing as well. So I, I definitely get that. I think from a from an actual football standpoint, yeah, honestly, you might be right about that. It'd be Chanel. He has the most upside. He's a, a little bit younger than everybody else. So yeah, you might be right about that, honestly. But all name team. LaVisca Chenault. All named him. Yeah, that is uh that's that's gonna be pretty pretty high up there. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, I just and, and that's another thing kind of dipping into fantasy uh talk, I guess you could say. Uh I mean obviously this makes James Robinson much more valuable. Yeah. Um like I said, in, in your league, he was my he was it was a toss up between him and Justin Herbert as my keeper, and uh I ended up going with Justin Herbert. But man, it's keep tough in mind, now. keep in mind, neither were drafted, so he yeah. got these as his last pick of the draft. That, yeah, and we play in a league that passing touchdowns are six points as opposed to four. Yeah, so I get it. Yeah, and plus there's yardage bonuses for the quarterbacks when they throw 
the touchdowns, like the 40 yards. Right, right, right. Okay. So, so you're talking about like just passing yards. No, I, you know, I used to be in leagues that did that, but now like it's such a passing league now that like 400 yards. Is... Oh, sidebar. I okay. hope this doesn't get me in trouble because I just joined another league. Okay. And uh, it's wild. Oh, really? It's wild, bro. So I'll, we'll talk about it offline. Okay. Off air. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm in too many, in too many meetings. It's a wild scoring, especially for the quarterback. Like the first three picks should be quarterbacks. If you look at like the scoring. Oh, really? It's crazy. Like, oh, look, wow. But look at the scoring. Lamar Jackson should be the first, first pick of the draft. Oh, Only my. because like rushing. And you get, you get points for rush attempt. What? You get 0.2 points for rush attempt. And I understand it because it's a PPR league. So it's like if you have a running back that doesn't really catch the ball a lot, it's his way to kind of make up the gap between okay. only rushing running backs. But then if you have a quarterback, oh, you have a rushing yeah. quarterback, you're getting because it was like six points per touchdown. Uh, a pick six is only minus two. Wow, so you're right. saving either way. And that's the thing is, like, there's so much you can gain from a quarterback, and there's so little, wow. like, that can bring you down. Yeah. So it's like, just looking at, and there's more to it, obviously. Oh, of course. Like, that was, like, the main things. I was like, oh, my, if I had the first pick, I'm thinking, like, <laughs> either Lamar or, like, Josh Allen, because there's, like, yeah, he gets over 400 yards. yards, you get, like, a bonus or whatever. Yeah, yeah see, that's... So, no one wants to hear us talk about fantasy anymore, but... Yeah, there's some wild scorings out there, y'all. Just, oh, absolutely. There's nothing wrong with standard scoring. <laughs> if you're a commissioner, you're starting a league, don't try to reinvent the wheel. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give you that. So well. Another thing that was been, that was been kind of crazy that I saw that was in the news, uh, Everson Griffin's uh, had to come out and apologize for a tweet that he had about Kirk Cousins. We are really staying in the Vikings wheel, huh? Yeah, I mean, Vikings making a lot of news, uh, <laughs> per usual. Um, so Everton Griffin had a tweet back, and it was like January 9th or January 10th. Okay. Something like that. And I don't, so I don't understand why it's just now getting flack, but he had a series of three tweets. It was January 9th, like I said, of this year. This is his first one. He like, <laughs> and just the balls to pull this off, he like, Add, like he he messaged it was to the Vikings like at Vikings. <laughs> We're straight to him. Yeah, like there's no mixing signals. Kirk Cousins is ass. Thank you. That's the tweet. And then his wow. next one says, "Ask Zimmer like Coach Mike Zimmer, Mike Zimmer yeah. Uh, ask Zimmer if he wanted Kirk. Ooh. And then the one after that is he will tell the truth." Uh, who wanted Kirk Cousins? Take your guess. So I think he's talking about the owner or the GM or something like that. Ah, so, okay. Uh, okay. He just recently said that he came out and that he would like apologize for it. Boo. Uh, but like, I don't. So what I understand is like how this is just now like gaining traction when this literally happened. Like I said, January 9th. Yeah. Uh, I was on Sports Illustrated yesterday. SportsSI.com. Uh, I don't know who Dan Garland is, but he clearly has it out for Kirk Cousins because the caption, the, the headline is, Everson Griffin is sorry for calling Kirk Cousins ass. And then the subheader is, <laughs> he was right, though. <laughs> Just complete sidebar. Yeah. Dan not, Garland, not, not wrong. Dan Garland had Kirk Cousins in fantasy. That oh, year. absolutely. Either that or, like, he stole his girlfriend in high school or, like, something. They have to know each other personally. He lost a large sum of money on a Vikings game. <laughs> That's what it is. Had like four interceptions. He came in last place and had to buy a Kirk Cousins jersey and wow. he's been mad about it ever since. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. That's, yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. I mean, I, I mean, January, he would have been, what? He would have been on the Cowboys still, I guess, I suppose. But no, he got cut, didn't he? 
Oh, did he? I don't think he made the team. Oh. Because I remember, I remember it was a big deal. Oh, boy. I wanted the Eagles to sign him. Oh, okay. And uh, oh, he signed with the Cowboys. And I don't think he made it through training camp, to be honest with you. Yikes. I could be wrong. Yikes. Well, then in that case, yeah. (laughs) In that case, yeah, no, he was just being an ass. That's all that was. That's funny, though. Took him eight months to realize it happened. I mean, I should probably probably apologize. (laughs) I'm on the team, so I'll go ahead and delete tweet on that. That's funny. Wait, is he back with the Vikings? As far as I understand, that's what I thought. That's hilarious. Is it? If, oh, that, to, if he went, that's probably why. He, maybe that's why it's like getting so much traction now, is because he's back with the uh, team, and now it's like awkward in the locker room. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. Speaking of awkward in the locker room, yep. uh, apparently there is trouble brewing uh, in New England. So I don't know if you saw Kirk Cousins. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Cam Newton had has to miss like five days for like a COVID uh, protocol. Oh the yeah, thing is yeah. From all accounts, I believe he's vaccinated. No clue. I don't know. I could be wrong. Anyways, um, there was like a mix-up. He went to an event that was supposed to be like sponsored by the team that was supposed to be okay for him to go to. Somehow there was some sort of mix-up, and now he has to like miss time because he came in contact with someone with COVID. Right? Oh lord. Um, so apparently the rumor mill is that <laughs> New England's not happy about it. And then, so like now it was like, okay, they already went out and drafted a quarterback first round, Mac Jones. Yeah. You know him from being your high school vice principal. <laughs> um, just the yeah. most swaggerless person. Oh, you've ever the seen oldest rookie I've ever seen. Ever. Just the most swaggerless person <laughs> you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. He buttons up the polo to the top button. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He is like the NFL equivalent of like Clay Thompson. <laughs> oh, I could see that. Uh, anyway, um, so what I wanted to ask is, what do you think the timetable is for Cam and Mac Jones? Oh, that's tough, man. I think um, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like Cam's been playing too bad. I again, I don't really get deep into. Patriots preseason football, but he doesn't seem like he was doing too bad. Mac Jones has been coming on lately, and I think obviously if he gets first team reps, it's only going to help him. I don't know, week five, six, maybe. I think Cam makes it a little bit longer. I'm trying to pull up their 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 first schedule, like what the, what they look like. So we can look at the first couple of games. So they have a, a, a tough stretch. Yeah, that's why I say two and three, and he's out. He, he's gone. I I can't see. Cam being the starter after two and three. There's just there's right. no way. So they're there's they start off the season with the Dolphins. Okay. I can see the Dolphins winning. Yeah. To uh Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle is probably my non quarterback candidate for rookie of the year. Really? No, he's got an injury. Really? Uh yeah, I don't think it's anything major. I think it's like right, a he'd still be like playing time. week one, right? Oh, I would think so, yeah. Right. So I think Jalen Waddle is the Dabbling back into fantasy advice, I right. think Jalen Waddle is the rookie that you're going to want to draft. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I can see that. There's, uh, you know, no offense to Preston Williams and, uh, well, I guess they got Will Devin, Fuller now. They have Devontae Parker still. They have Devontae Parker, but he's not. He's not breaking away from anybody. He's always injured. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. So week one they have the Dolphins. Week two they have the Jets. That should be a dub. 
Oh, I would uh, think. Then they got the Saints, Bucks, and Texans. So after five weeks, if you're two and three to those five teams, yeah. Yeah, he's got to go. I would think. That, the Cowboys that, week six, Jets, Jets week seven. Yeah, see, that way if, you know, you can go into week six, and if you're losing at halftime to the Cowboys, who don't look overly great, I, I'm – I haven't watched any of the hard knock stuff, but it just just watching them, nothing really to write home about. Doesn't seem like you're you're more of an NFC East guy, so you, you'd have to tell me. So the thing about the Cowboys is they can either run away with first place or they can be dead last. <laughs> like I truly do. I think Washington's gonna be really good this year. I think so as well. Uh, they're gonna have an insane defense. Chase Young is a monster, monster. dude. He's crazy. Um, the Eagles are going to be very hit and miss. The Eagles have the easiest schedule in the NFL this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. So, so. we'll probably win four games. Yeah, so when you, <laughs> so when you lose, there's no excuses. Right. So We like, gave y'all cupcakes. You know what's crazy is like, I remember reading that when the schedules came out, and I was like, okay, whatever. And then I just got Madden, and I played my whole season, and I was just like spanking teams. <laughs> we get the Jets, and we get like a bunch of like really bad teams. Like we play the, we play the Bucks, we play like another good team, but that's it. Like we have like, the easiest schedule. So okay. I think I was giving them bust and balls because I was like, oh, well, no, we won't win more than six games. We should win eight games. You think? I think so. With, with Against this schedule, if, if teams turn out the way I think they're going to turn out, we should win eight games. Okay. Um, okay. And I mean, I could, you know, I could go a whole hour on the Eagles, but yeah, I, mean, I, I think I don't, it's, Jalen Hurts is so hard to <laughs> to gauge. To gauge, man. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know if yeah. he's terrible. I don't think he's great. Like I don't I don't expect him to come out there and throw for like forty touchdowns, <laughs> thirty <laughs> for that matter. To be honest with you, but wow, okay. I can see him getting like twenty five to 20, 28, and maybe like four or five on the ground. I can see but that. I just, I'll be honest. I don't think we're gonna be a good football team. Our our, our number one receiver is our, is our rookie. Yeah. <laughs> He's our number one guy. <laughs> and a converted. Uh, oh, y'all saw Greg Ward? Yeah, man. Put it at Greg Ward. <laughs> he, bro, he deserves to be on the team until he retires. But he, he's got cut like six times by yeah. the Yeah. Yeah. But, I I mean, yeah, that could go a whole bunch. The NFC East is just a wild division the way it's going to turn out. With I think the, the Giants are going to be really bad. I think they're going to be horrible. I think this is the year that. Daniel Jones like really falls off. Like I think this is his last year. Really? I, I At least on the Giants or like? Well, yeah, on the Giants. Okay. I, I I feel like this is the beginning of the end for Daniel Jones. I mean, he didn't have much going for him to, to begin with. Right. I again, I'm not a big NFC East guy, but he hasn't. There's nothing I've been like, ooh, yeah, no, he needs. Well, it's to like stay. okay, they went out. The Giants went out. They got Kenny Galladay. Right. Which, you know, cool. Uh, but he's always hurt, right? Excuse me. Um, he's he's good. They were talking about like. He's one of the better like downfield uh, receivers. The thing is, like Daniel Jones can't throw the ball deep. Yeah, so, at like, all. That doesn't really work at with all. his skill set. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so I mentioned to see. I think they're gonna be really bad. So, but Dallas has. It's crazy because on paper you look at their team like, yeah, these guys are stacked. Yeah. But they just can't get out of their own way. So, question for you, and I know this is dipping into fantasy for a quick second, but. Um, do you go CD or Amari as your number one? So, a lot of people have CD as like this being his breakout year. That's what I think, and I can definitely see that. And Amari is another guy. Durability is always an issue. Yeah. Um, 
But he's still going to get that. He still deserves to get the number one corner. Um, CD lines up in, lined up in the slot quite a bit last year. Right. Yeah, I'd probably say CD over over Cooper just because I, know, I guess younger and I, I trust him more. Right. I, I can see that. I just I try not to have any Cowboys player on my team. <laughs> uh i've seen how quickly their stats can drop once they lose dak and because it's like i mean off a cliff so i know you said you hadn't been watching uh hard knocks but like they they really kind of dove into like ben Denucci this past week oh did you do the every ben time ben I, st- I still do it every time every time i hear his name Borlam. <laughs> exactly that's also how i do uh our new head coach Serian. <laughs> Nick Serian. Oh, that's funny. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I and he and so like they were showing the game that they just had against the Texans. He had like three picks against the Texans in preseason. So now you're like not only you get picked off by the Texans defense, but you're getting picked off by the Texans like third stringer. Yeah, that's not in his defense, I think two of them got tipped. But one was like the pass was behind him, got tipped, intercepted. The other one was a little bit over his head. Okay. Was tipped and picked. So really one was just like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> what are we doing out here? One was really bad. The other two were tipped. So maybe not necessarily his fault. Right. But the first one was like behind the receiver. So it just wasn't a good throw to begin with. It just happened to get picked off. Yikes. But yeah, he looks not good at football. And then there was the other <laughs> Cooper Rush. Yes. And now, the only reason why I remember that is because somebody walked by with the jersey on said Rush, and I was like, where do I know that name from? It's like Cooper Rush. I've actually heard, because I'm one of the few people who hasn't been watching it, but um, apparently he's gaining steam in that quarterback. Cooper like Rush? The, the QB2. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's not when really... the guy in front of you is throwing three picks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I could go out there and not throw three picks, so there is that. But, uh, okay, interesting, interesting. Sidebar about Hard Knocks, man. Like I've been hate watching it the past three weeks since it's the <laughs> but I just love like football and I love like yeah. seeing stuff and I also love like you know learning about players that you don't really ever hear about. No of course, guys trying to make the team. So obviously Trayvon Diggs isn't like struggling to make the team, but yeah, they had his son on there. He's just the cutest kid, <laughs> and he's in the stands, and he was like, uh, I forget what he said. It was something like. Uh, don't forget to uh, don't forget to do good or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's great. It's cute, man. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, uh, so we'll, we'll, uh, but to answer your question, uh, the jury's still out on the Cowboys, man. I just I never know what to think about them. Yeah, and that's crazy. That's literally my answer for everyone in the NFC East. Like, yeah, I think the Giants are going to be trash. Oh yeah, but I mean, they still have Saquon. They still have Kenny Galladay. That is true. Like their defense is obviously. Super trash, but yeah. it's the same thing with like the 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 Washington football team is like their defense is stacked. They're like, offense. They also have Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, very like yes. hot and cold. So like it's literally every team. Yeah, you could look at it. and you can say, well, Jalen Hurts, you know, full season, new new offense. He's looked really good in preseason, uh, according to all accounts. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe you can't talk yourself into Jalen Hurts. <laughs> maybe the Eagles are a little bit harder to talk yourself into. Well, I mean, not that it's been Denuching and, and the Cowboys. It's the NFC least. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Is like there's there's it's really hard to like say there's a runaway favorite. But I think if I you gun to my head right now, I'd be like, it's the Washington football team. They're they're the most set up for success in that division. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Just because their defense is gonna be crazy. Just insane. Insane. All right. 
So one thing that we can kind of transition into is our fantasy corner. We'll talk about fantasy here for the next little bit. Yeah. Uh, if you're not interested in fantasy, if you don't play fantasy, I don't understand how you're listening to this. <laughs> but uh, That's fair. But we won't necessarily go into the semantics of, of, of certain specifics of certain leagues. But right. uh, just like kind of what's going on in the NFL that's going to have uh, effect on fantasy. So okay. like I said, we talked about um, – James Robinson getting a boost um, because there's no ETN. Yes. Uh, what do you think this does for Trevor Lawrence? Is Trevor Lawrence someone that you're drafting in a 10-team league? Are you even drafting him, or is it like, hey, see how he does, and if after like two weeks he's had a couple games, I'll pick him up and stash him on the bench? Um, I think if I don't get a top-tier quarterback, and it's – and it, well, I, you know, I mean like uh, Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers – all right. Uh, How about this? Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Or Justin Fields. For week one, Trevor Lawrence. For week eight, Justin Fields. I, I think poor Andy Dalton. Did you see that quote when he was just like, um, yeah, Justin Fields is going to have a great career and all that. But it's my time. But it, it's, it's the Andy Dalton proclamation. It is my time. You know what's funny? This is my team. I saw Justin Fields came out and was like, it's not fair to Andy when you guys boo him and stuff like that. <laughs> when your backup's saying that about your starter, it's like, like look, guys, give him a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be out there in the time. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, no, we're already winding down the Andy Dalton era in Chicago. Uh, I, I give I give him a shorter leash than I give Cam all day long. Wow. Uh, and I just think that's because, like, Cam still has the running capability. You know what I mean? Until that goes away. I take that back. That's actually really fair. That's, um, yeah, Cam deserves a long release. Hey, you're absolutely right. Yeah, but and poor Andy Dalton. Uh, I'll tell you this. He's willing to take vertical shots down the field. The red rifle, baby. Yeah, and red good red for rifle. him. The problem is when he takes those shots, he doesn't normally find a guy in the same jersey he's right. wearing. Somebody's catching him. <laughs> yeah. Might not be the guy. <laughs> and so he looked really bad for Oh, awful. like that was the thing. Like I had Cowboys fans telling me, like, okay, Dak's gone, but like we still have a competent quarterback in Andy Dalton. And to be completely honest, <laughs> I kind of believed him for a second. Like, Man, like Andy Dalton was a starter. Like he yeah. wasn't great, but like he could start for a few teams. Right. He played terribly. Oh, it was awful. And didn't he get hurt? That's why Ben DiNucci came in. It had that had. Well, I, would, yeah. I, I don't think Ben DiNucci took his spot. No, no, it could not have been starting for Chicago because that means yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, no, I saw one, I've seen very limited bears preseason, but what I did saw, what I did see Andy Dalton threw a fairly deep pass to somebody trying to make the squad. And, um, he underthrew his receiver and bounced off the guys, the back of the guy's helmet and the receiver had to like pluck it out. And then to the receiver's credit, he housed it, or he took it for a big game. I know what you're talking about, yes. But Adams, something Adams. Something Adams, right. yeah. But it wasn't like Andy Dalton put him in a great position to right. make a play. Right, him perfectly. He, he scored despite Andy Dalton. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I, Any, like, top-tier corners batting that down or probably picking it off. Oh, yeah. Anybody who knows how to turn around and locate a football 
is is picking that off and so me. not Russell Douglas. <laughs> By the way, new Texan Russell Douglas. No way. Oh, no. uh, so enjoy seeing him run like twenty yards behind the receiver and score a touchdown. Boy, David Cully is just gonna shout out Texans fans. You'll see what I had to deal with for what three, four years. Mm. He's so bad. Really? Well, that's another topic. <laughs> okay. We're talking about Houston. Obviously, Deshaun's status is up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, I read something that he could be excluded from the commissioner's exempt because it is a uh, federal crime. Not federal crime, sorry. It is like uh, it's going to not civil court. What's the other one? Federal. Damn, I don't think it's federal. Anyway, because um, it's like a legit. No, it is federal because they were talking about the FBI. The FBI, yeah, yeah. it's a full on investigation. Because it's federal, the league can't get involved with federal cases, right? So because of that, he can avoid Uh, the commissioners. It's like oh, the technicalities. Right. So he could play. Uh, Like they can't suspend him because they can't. Get involved. Get involved in an ongoing federal investigation. Wow. So because of that, he could um, miss out on the commissioner's exempt list. Wow. So that was the question. It's like, okay, well, what is he going to be? He may, you know, he's probably won't get suspended or fined. But, right, right. But at least he'll be putting on the commissioner's exempt list. Well, now there's a loophole that says that he could not do that. Question is, <laughs> excuse me, a buddy of mine sent me this on Instagram. You know those like Instagram fan pages that have like those crazy theories or whatever. Okay. This one made sense though. Oh no. Okay. Where are we going? Give you a hint. They drafted a quarterback in the first round. Okay. This is a quarterback. The starting quarterback, as of right now, is an established quarterback. People don't really know if he's the guy, but he's not bad. Niners. Jimmy G to the Houston Texans. Wow. Right? Okay. This is, I would imagine, Deshaun gets released or there's something with, you know what I mean? Like, he goes, he goes away. Let's right. just put it that way. Right. I don't want him going, you know, I don't want the man to go to prison. Well, I'll take it back. If he did what he's accused of, then he absolutely deserves to go to prison. Of course. Let me rephrase that. He of absolutely course. should be buried under the prison for what he's being accused of. Right. right? Um, if it's as crazy, not, not, not the, the finger stuff. We all got our kinks, right? But if it's like the bad <laughs> stuff, it's the bad stuff that he's accused of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, if he's not able to play, let's just put it that way. If he's not able to play, do you – Jimmy G obviously is probably like, okay, damn, you drafted Trey Lance. What was it, third overall? Yeah, it's only third, fifth, something. Third, right. I think it's third. Top ten. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to so go. So you go and get this quarterback. Like, I want to go somewhere where I can play. Right? Oh, yeah. Jimmy G to the Texans. Trey Lance gets the start. Ooh, man. Jimmy G gets to start over in Houston. Right, right. That one was like, ooh. Yeah, and Cully's a Patriot, so. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, So, I mean. So is Casero. Yeah, that is true. Okay. I think that was another connection. Right, right. That one makes sense. That one's got some traction. I can see that. It's not something you're going to spend a ton of money on, right? Right. Um. Well, actually, I don't, I don't know the contract, but I can't imagine it's insane. I uh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think it's anything crazy. Right. No, no. Uh, so because the 49ers have pretty much come out and said that they're rebuilding, right? Yeah, which is I mean, insane. They haven't come out and said it, but they might as well. Have, yeah, right? like a lot of young guys. 
Ayuk looks to be like the number one guy. Him right. and Debo. Yeah. I don't know what they're running. Is it Mostert still the guy out there? Um, I think so. I can't imagine it's still guys. Still have Jarek McKinnon. I don't think. I think it's. I know. No, okay, that's way throwback. I know Carlos Hyde's long gone. He's a Carlos Jackson. Hyde is in Jacksonville, and that's another thing I mean, we were talking about. They were saying that he gets a boost because you know where he went to college, uh-huh. went to Ohio State, uh-huh. Urban Meyer. Right, There's right. Meyer connection there too, so he might get a little bump. We saw that he's not done because he played. He played decent for the Texans. Yeah, yeah. So he could get a bump. He could be like your little goal line back. Okay. When Robinson's out, third down back, or whatever. Third and short, I mean. So I interesting. So I can see Hyde getting a little bump in fantasy. I'm not drafting him. <laughs> God, God, no. Yeah. But he could vulture some touchdowns is what I'm saying. Oh, for sure. For sure, yeah. I mean, with with uh, ETN gone, I mean, somebody's somebody's got to back up James Robinson. And uh, I think a lot of people have more faith in the Jags receiving core than I do. I, right. I just don't see it personally, but. The AFC South is incredibly weak, so apparently you have to have to do much to have success. Hey, man, Titans beefed up this offseason. Brian Julio, that was another thing we forgot to mention. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I did want to uh, talk about this insane Corey Davis preseason with the Jets. Have you seen this yet? Mm-mm. Apparently, he's had, like, the preseason of a lifetime, and and because people are stupid. And, you know, like the pro football guys like to get into analytics and stuff. Apparently, if this were the regular season and they were keeping it on pace, he'd have like 237 targets throughout the regular season. Jesus. Like he's just getting all the looks with Jack, with Jack, with Zach Wilson. Yeah. Right. My guess is to try and create some chemistry or, right, do, right. you know, whatever. But, uh, but yeah, they said he's had like a just a bonkers preseason. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like they were talking about, he made the, the NFL top 100 list. Is I didn't realize he had over 100 catches last year. Oh, Corey Davis. Yeah. Oh, wow. He played the Titans last year. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it wasn't 100, but I think he had over, he was either, he had over 1,000 yards or something crazy. I was like, really? Like, I didn't realize <laughs> how good of a season Corey Davis had last year. Yeah. And I'm, they were like, well, that's why they reward for him. He's having a big deal in New York. And he's going to be the number one guy. People forget he was the number five overall pick. Yeah. Tennessee. Like, yeah. He's not a that. scrub. Like, he just had a rough couple of years to get started, right? And then A.J. Brown... There's that. Derrick Henry yeah. is the man, right? Of course. So, uh, you know what I mean? Like, and I think he, I think Corey Davis had injury trouble before too as well. Yeah, and again, Ryan Tannehill wasn't, hasn't always been, I right. guess, the quarterback he is now, which is still, I feel like, a stretch, but he's serviceable in that team. Right, he's only had, what, like a season and a half, right? Uh, something like that. Because he yeah. came on 2019. At the end so. of the year, mm-hmm. and Brahms, and I think they brought him to the playoffs, I think. And last year, they played a full year, and they looked really good. Mm-hmm. And now you have Julio. Which is crazy, right. dude. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't. Well, he wanted out. You know what I mean? That had to have been it, because, like, <clears throat> even in that Atlanta offense right now, they'd look pretty nasty with Julio on the team. Like, yeah. Granted, they have no running back to speak of, but. Uh, Mike Davis. Yeah, oh, yeah, I stick by my statement. They have no running. He was serviceable. Again, decent with the Panthers last year with uh, McCaffrey injured. They, you know, they didn't they didn't have an option. They had to do something. Right. But. So, so going back to fantasy, Mike Davis, is he low-end running back two? Like, where do you see him? Well, I think he could be like a high-end running back two. 
He's definitely the again, running back too, right? Who else today? Ito Smith? Yeah, I don't even know that he's even on the actually on the team. I just I was guessing. There's I can't imagine in my wildest dreams Devontae Freeman is still on that no. team. Because like in my head, that's what and Todd Gurley. He's somewhere. I don't think he's is he anywhere? I don't think he went. I have no, no idea. No, you know what? I think he went to the Lions. Really? I could be wrong. Let me look that up. But yeah. I remember Todd Gurley signed somewhere like very obscure. <laughs> uh, I mean, I could see it. But um, yeah, I, I just don't I'm, like who else. Yeah, well, and and that's the thing. Like, I think it's going to get to the point where, like, the Falcons on, on the few games they do win because I don't think they're going to be very good this year. Oh. Um, I, it says he's still a free agent. Oh wow, still a free agent. Maybe they're maybe he's uh, waiting out until somebody or maybe a team is waiting until they lose somebody to injury, and then he walks. You know, he could walk into that Jag situation and be the backup. Yeah. You know, Todd Gurley and James Robinson. It wouldn't be bad if James Robinson, you know, just needs a, a break or, you know, got to tap the old helmet and get out for a second. That's obviously rather shocking that Todd Gurley isn't signed. Like, I, he, come on. There are some guys in the league who's no way should be signed to a team right now over Todd Gurley. I think we all know that. There. Right, but I wonder if it's a matter it's a matter of like him wanting X amount of money and teams are like, well, you know, he's hurt. And, you know, does, like, does he have an injury right now? That may be another thing. Well, I, he played the whole season for the Falcons last year, right? I think I believe he did, but I, I again, don't quote me on that. I, yeah, it's been a while. I've been out of the game for a while. Yeah, um, but yeah, they're gonna need they're gonna need something. They got Kyle Pitts, and him and. And Calvin Ridley's now the number one. Calvin, that's and that's going to be great to hit the fourth quarter, and you need to run that clock out. And yeah. so, Calvin Ridley, um, let's say you have the eleventh pick. Okay. Right. Imagine all your running backs are gone. Devontae Adams is gone. Am I in ten or twelve leagues? Is this right? Twelve. Okay. Okay. I'm still in the first. End of the first. Eleventh, twelfth pick. Right. Right. Um, D Hop's probably gone. I would imagine. Are oh, let me rephrase this. Are you okay with Calvin Ridley being your number one receiver in fantasy? Your wide receiver one? Because he's getting drafted as like he's a yes. wide receiver one. My guess would be low end one. Just because he's it's going to be the an insane amount of targets. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. So like playing for PPR is going to be much higher. Oh yeah, him and this is gonna sound crazy, but him and I think DK Metcalf is gonna take a crazy jump this year. And it's not really anything other than just like they're just running out of things to do in Seattle. And now he's just the most physically gifted guy you have. Like you could just be like, Oh look, there goes DK and he's faster, stronger, and and everything. The biggest threat to DK Metcalf is uh oh I had a really good Oh, where's this at? Is it Pete something? Oh, I have no idea. Where coach? Pete Carroll? Pete Carroll. There you He's go. He's the biggest threat to, to, to DK Metcalf. Yeah. Because they only want to run the ball. Yeah, absolutely. And that was the whole like thing with like let Russ cook. And I was lucky enough, I had Russ in fantasy. The first eight weeks, they're like, oh, he's MVP. Yeah, he and was And then they were like, Chris Carson came back from his injury. And they're like, we should right. keep running the ball. So what are you doing? Yeah. Let, it, keep letting him throw the ball. Exactly. And you I got to. I was on YouTube. It was like before week eight. When Carson came back, I believe it was. 
he started like the first couple weeks thing I heard, I think he came back a little bit later in the season. Yeah. But for the first eight weeks when he was on that like MVP run on first and second down, they had the highest passer per, has, highest passing percentage that they had had Russell Wilson's entire career at Seattle. Jesus. They were passing on 54% of the time on first and second down. Oh, wow. And then when he came yeah. back, okay. it went down to like 43%. Like, that's, a, that's a big jump. Dropped dr- dramatically. Yeah. And then like they had a tougher schedule at the at the end or whatever. Mm. Uh, second and a half, second half of the season, but it was just insane. Like they just like abandoned the pass. Yeah, all together. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so if you're running the first and second, and you're not getting the first down. Like everyone's gonna expect to pass on third because it's third and five, <laughs> third and six. Yeah, you know? yeah, of course, third and one situations like that. What are you gonna do? Right. But so uh, just, I'm, I'm interested. To, I, like I think I, you know, I was able to win my league last year. You know, to my own horn, but <laughs> okay. you can be beat, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know if, like, like I want to, if I can get Russell Wilson, like, yeah, but there's still that thing in the back of my head, like, damn, is it going to be, am I going to get the second half of the season Russell Wilson, or yep. the first half? Yeah. First half, he was giving me 30, 40 points a game. Second half, it was like, man, I got, I think the last <laughs> couple of games, he went, it was like 15, 17, and like 20. Oh, boy. That's, that's way. You're I was winning in, in spite of him. <laughs> That sounds about right. Uh, but, yeah, getting back to your point, I, I think Calvin could go early in the second. I think in a 12-team league, I could definitely see him going in the first, like 11 or, yeah. or 12. There's obviously those, like, those, you know, target yardage touchdowns. Like Mike Evans is going to – he's going to fly up a board this year. Yeah. Uh, Devontae, uh, Julio's going to be tough to gauge. You know what I mean? But they're those top-tier guys. I still think A.J. Brown is the receiver you want in Tennessee. Yeah, I, I would say so. I think he's just got more upside altogether. Um, but that's, that's going to be tough to, to deal with for the AFC South. That's just the thing, man. It's like, God damn, like, how do you – you can't stack the box because you have the greatest receiver of our generation – and then also another guy who's, like, been averaging 1,000 yards a yeah. season. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like, well, you can't. Yeah, you can't, can't just focus like, on them either. You can't drop back because then Derrick Henry, oh, by the way, had 2,000 yards rushing. Yeah, and just throws people around the field. So, like, and they were, you know, they were talking about is like who's going to be like, a, could be a sleeper is like Anthony Ferkser, the tight end. Because the middle of the field is going to be wide open. Okay. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, Delaney Walker's gone. Anthony Ferkser could be like this, like, sleeper tight end that may not even go drafted. Okay. You might pick him up off waivers or off free agency. Right, and he could like win you your I don't say your league, but could win you a couple weeks. Okay, you know what I mean. I, I, I'm not saying to go out. And draft him <laughs> it and sounds like, like you're telling everybody to draft. Yeah, nah, he's, well, a, he's a first round pickup. Like, that's somebody to keep an eye on. Again, I don't think you're drafting him, but as the season goes on, like a bye week fill in, or you know, God forbid, right. tight end gets injured, something like that. Keep an eye on Anthony Ferkson because again, like the middle of the field is going to be wide the hell open. Yeah, yeah. You have to keep in mind. Again, the greatest receiver of our generation, and then AJ Brown. Okay, and like I could see Ferguson winning you a couple weeks is all I'll say. I can see that. Okay, before before we wrap this up, I got, I got one. I've got one that I'm kind of interested in, just because I want to see where you're at with it. Um, you think any rookies have any fanny re- rookie non quarterbacks? Let me put it that right. way. Have any fantasy relevance at all? So, like I said, I think mine is Jalen Waddle. Okay, and then two. And this isn't even a homer pick. It's just like, <laughs> who else do the Eagles have to pass to? 
Uh, that's a very good point. Well, I, mean, I think Devontae Smith is going to get a ton. He already has the relationship with Hurts from their Alabama days. Right, right. right. Um, I think, yeah, I think Jalen Rager is good, but I still think Devontae is leaps and bounds better than he is. Of course, yeah. The moment he walked in the building. I don't think that's insane to say. No. I've heard Ertz has had a pretty good preseason. I don't know how that has any bearing on anything. Yeah, I just don't think he'll be in Philly for that long. I get that. I get Goddard, that. Goddard, they've made it clear that Goddard is the guy. Have they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, then he went out, like, he, Ertz dyed his hair blonde. He looks ridiculous. Like, what? it's time for him to go. <laughs> he dyed his hair blonde. Yeah. But uh, oh, what I'm saying is, like, yikes. going back to the rookies thing, is like, yeah. Devontae is, again, we talked about earlier, he's going to be the number one wide receiver in that offense. Right. What other rookie can you say is the, going to be the number one option? Uh, it's him and Najee Harris were the only oh, two I had on my board. Yeah. But I think – like I don't think the Steelers – line is terrible. Yeah, I don't think the Steelers are going to be anywhere near as good as other people think they're going to. And that's, maybe that's because I'm a Browns fan, so I'm obviously – But well, you're also not wrong. Like, yeah, I'm not a Browns fan. I can tell you that. Yeah, and I just I don't think they're going to be as good as everyone's like. Oh, this may you know Matt Canada, the new offensive coordinators. Like, ben gets torn something new. Yeah, ben is a thousand. Years thank old. you, Ben. Is like he has like no knees or elbows. And he's the least mobile quarterback. Well, I don't want to say that, but one of the least mobile quarterbacks I've seen in a very long time. And yeah, that's just uh, bleh on that bleh. So. Okay, Devontae Smith, I, I I can see that. Mine was, like I said, Najee Harris, with the exception of maybe I mean that the line's just gonna be so their line's gonna be so bad. And again, being a Browns fan, the AFC North isn't exactly gonna be a cupcake division. The Bengals are dirt. Have you seen have you seen Bengals fans recently? Mm-mm. So I don't know if you've Caught any of the buzz about Jamar Chase just dropping passes? Yes. Okay, I was gonna say that. Left I've seen him right. having a terrible camp. So, in to um, alleviate the negative vibes, um, again, I don't know this for a fact, but apparently, uh, Panay Sewell has been missing blocks and hasn't had the greatest rookie show. I saw that too. And so they're putting on Twitter, Bengals fans are putting the side by side of like, well, this is what we got. But this is the other option as well. So, like, uh, they said Sue was getting random. I saw a preseason game. He's got like it lit up. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I've heard neither have had a great preseason. But, but I still take if I if I'm the the Bengals, I still take Sue over Chase. Yeah, absolutely. It's like yeah, no, I I you don't care about <laughs> Joe Burrow. Like, clearly, drafting no. Jamar Chase, like you don't care about. Yeah, that. absolutely. Now we're gonna operate on the other knee next year. Or you know, it's funny. I don't know if you saw this. They did the Bengals got new jerseys, and so they did the jersey yes, reveal. I did, see and then of course Burrow's in it because he's the face of the franchise. Yeah, right? and he's in there. He's trying to look cool with his big ass knee brace oh, on because his knee's been shattered. Yeah, because you don't care about. It. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, Keep it up. So he's got this cool jersey on, but like all all I saw was the knee brace. Yeah, no, absolutely. He was just getting lit up on Twitter. It's like, yeah, it's a cool jersey, but your quarterback's not gonna be able to wear it for like more than four weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's gonna get absolutely destroyed which i gotta tell you personally i am here for um but now that we're talking about it i could see Jalen waddle being sneaky in that in that dolphins offense that'll be that'll be interesting will fuller's gonna try and take the top off every play so there's that but he's he's not but but somebody's got to run with him you know what i mean and i think (laughs) Tua can get it out there it's not that it's just that it's will fuller you know what i mean uh he, he was having the season of his life, and then he got suspended for PED. So you wonder why he had the season of his life. Anyways, um, 
But yeah, I thought I was thinking about Jamar Chase. I was like, yeah, but he can't hold on to the ball. Save his life, poor guy. I'm just going to chalk that up to having a bad preseason. I don't think it's going to be on him. I think it's going to be on Burrow. I don't think he's going to have any time yeah. to get him the ball. Yeah, no, me, me neither. Um, Jalen Water would be – Devontae's, that's a, I, that's a dark it's horse. It's just because, like, I don't see anybody competing for targets. Yeah. Like, I think Goddard will have a big year because – Hurts is going to check down a lot. Right, you know right, I mean? right. Um, I don't think our offensive line is that great because <laughs> no one can stay healthy. Like Lane Johnson, like I love Lane Johnson as a, like a person. He's hilarious. Yeah. But like, bro, you're always hurt. Yeah, and you're then, always hurt. And then I'll talk about trading, dude. Right, the the other offensive one. Oh, Andre, Andre Dillard. Dillard. Yeah. So we that was the whole thing. Is like I remember like cracking and laughing in Gregory's face because we jumped the Texans to get Andre Dillard. And that was the thing is like the Texans wanted a tight. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And he was like one of the best left tackles in the draft and yada, yada, yada. And we kind of was like, yes, finally get some reassurance. And now they're like, they're trying to trade him. (laughs) Yeah. Like he's been having, he had a, he's had a terrible camp. Oh. Jordan Maialata, who didn't play football (laughs) until he was drafted. Oh, yikes. He never played. Like the international program thing? No, no, no. He was a rugby player. Oh, he was like six eight, like a thousand pounds, <laughs> and would just run people over. And he's like, "Yeah, I'll play football." He had drafted. He was the last pick. He was in the seventh round. Man, uh, it was our last pick of the draft. We just picked him. We're like, yeah, we'll teach him how to play left tackle. And in three, and it worked. And in three years, he's now our starter. <laughs> love it. You love to guess, see it. So he got he rags got, the riches. He got to sit behind Jason Peters, who's gonna be a Hall of Fame. Yeah, player, there is that, right? Um, but it's just like in in no way. That I think like he would ever get real playing time. I get that. And now it's like he's gonna be the starter in week one. He's gonna be our starting left tackle, protecting Jalen, our our face of the franchise, Jalen Hurts blindside. Crazy. And he's and he didn't play prof- a snap of professional football until like he showed <laughs> <to laughs> Hey guys, I'm here. Uh what are we doing? Hey, your son, <laughs> your uh your uh, pads are on backwards. <laughs> Amazing. So um, we'll see. But yeah, apparently Dillard has had a terrible camp, and I already saw they're trying to trade him, um, which is just insane. Mm. It just shows how much of a trash bag Howie Roseman is and how he can't trade. He's good in free agency. He's good on the salary cap. Can't draft to save his life. Nice. Can't draft to save his life. <laughs> well, uh, for- Devontae Smith was like, yeah, he was handed to us on a silver course. ladder. Yeah, they, they, like, you don't get here. credit for that. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, 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 well, on my end, on the AFC North front, um, the Browns have won the Super Bowl already. So there is that. Hall uh, of Fame quarterback. Yeah, uh, gross. Uh, yeah, uh, yikes. Um, but uh, on the rookie front, Awusu Koromoa is looking good, looking real good. So I'm pumped about that. I just, again, like I was talking about earlier, not enough, not enough secondary positions to put that with all the guys we've got. Yeah. So. It's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how that turns out. But um, yeah, man. So we'll check back. We'll get back to you guys before, hopefully, before the season starts. Oh, I would imagine. I'm gonna try and, and get on another one next week. See if we can kind of, um, I guess, break down how this is going. You know what I mean? Uh, I kind of want to yeah. see how the starters are gonna work out before I, you know we really get into this. But this is the first pod, and this was we were kind of through this together like today. Yeah. So, uh, the structure might have been all over the place today, but we'll get it together. <laughs> it's first, first day back. We're already in midseason form, but we'll, you know? we'll get more uh, organized as the season goes on. But it was good to to get back and chat with you, man. 
Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Looking forward to next week, dude. We, we got to do, we got to do something good. Uh, like I said, I wanted to uh, possibly get into some fantasy stuff. We'll see how that goes, but um, yeah, man. Yeah. I would love to, to, to answer any questions you guys have. Send us in something to talk about. Uh, oh, for sure. Fantasy wise, just, or just talk about your favorite football team, your favorite players. We'll talk, you know, some trash about them. <laughs> but, I'm good with that. Well, all right. Well, then I guess uh, in the meantime, you know, uh, keep it up. I don't know what to say. <laughs> nice. All right, man. Well, uh, yeah, if y'all have any questions or comments or you want to reach out to us at all, um, msmdailymail at gmail.com. Um, send us what you got. We'll be happy to talk about it if it's something good. Um, fantasy questions, if you have any, by all means, let us know. We've got a couple fantasy leagues. I think we're going to end up getting into fantasy here shortly once the actual season starts so if you've got any of those type of questions by by all means especially if you're in my league so i can give you the worst advice imaginable Absolutely. and uh, and we can go from there or you're in the league that i'm in where it's just like a banana scoring. <laughs> yeah yeah where the where the quarterbacks are getting like running back stats and yeah. stuff crazy look man i'm all for being inventive but <laughs> yeah let's not get crazy yeah, that's nuts, man. All right, man. Well, y'all be safe, man. Hopefully, we'll be back next week. Yes, sir. See you. Have a good one.